reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. And just speak to God. Thank you, Jesus. Worship Him. Bless you, Tell Him how great He is. We bless you, Attribute His majesty to Him. None like you, Father. Attribute His greatness to Him. Bless you. Bless you. Attribute His majesty to Him. Attribute his greatness to him. Yes, he is worthy. He is worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. He is worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. He is 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 worthy. Bless his name. Bless his name. Worship him. Attribute his majesty to him. No one compares to him. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome are you. Awesome are you. Awesome. Worship him. Awesome are you. Awesome are you. Yes, awesome are you. Awesome are you. Lift your hands. Oh, my heart sings. Oh, lift your hands and let your heart sing. I know your mouth is singing, your lips are moving, but let it come from your heart. your name. We bless your 
Father, we thank you. You may be seated for a minute. We are going to rise to our feet and pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. We are going to rise to our feet and pray because James chapter 5 and verse 16 makes it very clear that the effectual, the second part of the verse, it says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. It is not enough to be righteous. It is not enough to stop fornicating. It is not enough. You will not go far by only stopping fornicating. It's not enough to stop going to places you shouldn't go. It's not enough to stop watching things you shouldn't watch. Many things go together. Romans 8, 28. Many things go together for you to be who God wants you to be. He has a plan for your life. And that plan comes into realization through the working together of many things. You cannot achieve much in life by doing only one thing. I see. Things, plural. Things. And the key word in Romans 8.28 is work. Things don't just stay together. For you to enjoy good, for you to enjoy God's blessings, the things must work together. I'm trying to lift your life up to the place God wants it to be. That is why God sent me to you. You cannot be on the rubbish dump forever. Your place is at the top. And how to get there is a subject of our lives when we come to church on Sunday. It's not enough to break up with your boyfriend. It's not enough to stop smoking Indian hemp. One of the key ingredients for exploits in your life is prayer. Wow. If you do away, and I'm addressing those of you who are prayerless, you are ruining your destiny. You are making a mockery of the blood of Christ. 
those of you who find satisfaction in your salary in your metal gates to protect you those of you who find satisfaction in your great relationships and the contacts you have you are ruining your destiny prayer actually the amplified version of this of 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 james 5:16 james 5:16 it says the earnest prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power wow. available power and soon you will realize that you need power yes. you know when a car gets stuck in the mud any car all the ties are in the mud that is when you realize that there are differences in cars Some cars must be towed because they are powerless. On a normal road, it's moving. On a normal road, every car moves. Especially if the road has asphalt. Every car moves. But those of us in Africa are aware that there's not much normal roads around. That's the real life. In Africa, you learn real life. Not in Holland or uh, Amsterdam or uh, New York. It's Africa that shows you that, yes, life has got good roads. N1s, nice, stars. But when you money to the right, when you money, when you turn to the right, that's when you realize that real life also has got muddy waters muddy areas and when your car is stuck and you have a 1978 Fiat you will need another car's power to tow you and not many people have got power for you the power they have is for themselves yes but if you are sitting in a four wheel drive yes a Toyota Land Cruiser V8 four wheel drive you smile at the mud. You just engage the system. You press it. Vroom! It comes out. I see you coming out of any muddy situation. I see you coming out of any area of your life that you are stuck. Anybody who is stuck this morning in your marriage, in your finances, in your spiritual life, Today is the day you are coming out of the mud. Why? Because we are about to pray. Amen. It, when you pray, power is made available to you. Power to do what? Power to fly. Your power level determines your altitude. Not everything that can fly goes very high. There are helicopters and there are Boeing 787 Dreamliners. And there are rockets. You will go high. Amen. I said you will go high. Amen. I said you will go high. Amen. The power we need is not these helicopter powers. We need rocket
great power. Wow. And when you pray, it says, the earnest, heartfelt, and the key word is continued. That's why I always exhort you that it's not enough to pray on Sunday. As a church, as a church, we've made other possibilities available. Like Saturdays. Every Saturday morning, 6.30, we are here praying. Yes. Because the word is continued. Because Jesus said in Luke 18, verse 1, that men ought always, you can't come to church, pray on a Sunday morning and think that you are, you are, you are generating power. Always. Always. So we are about to pray. And that prayer will make power available to you. Amen. I said that prayer will make power available to you. Amen. What is the prayer we are praying this morning? First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. That scripture gives us two words and they are going to form the basis of our prayer this morning therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast and movable Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, it will take nothing less than six hours to break the scripture down. But the key words are steadfast and unmovable. That's actually the main word is unmovable. This morning we are going to address the forces Mm. The demonic agents Mm. That want to move you away from your glorious salvation This morning I'm not concerned about your marriage It's not about your business It's not about your office work I'm talking about your salvation You will soon discover that Many things in your life Indeed, if you are truly born again Everything in your life Takes its power From your salvation Being born again Walking with God Has an impact on Every area of your life In fact It's so Great that we say that your greatest and best decision you will ever take is your decision to be born again. When you decide to be born again and you become born again, that decision and that life will affect the person you marry. A man who is born again and a man who is not born again will follow two different types of women. I see. Because the two men are looking for different things. A, a, a lady who is born again and a lady who is not born again will follow 
two different types of men. Your salvation influences your life. That's why Paul says, be unmovable. Don't be somebody who can be moved by demons. Some of us are from families where salvation has no meaning. Some of us, you are the only person saved in your family. Among your four siblings, you are the only person sitting in church this morning. The rest are churchless, godless. And we are going to pray that Father sustain me in this journey. Yes. Do not let anything move me away from my salvation. No. It is when you fall out that you discover the importance of having God in your life. And there are people who began who are not around. One of them is a brother called Brother Dimas. (laughs) Brother Dimas. He worked with Paul and walked with him. Worked and walked with him. But he allowed worldly influences to move him away. Because, listen to this one. Satan has the freest course in your life when you are not born again. See, when you are not born again, your life is open. Your gates are open. Hey. He is able to do anything. Mercy. Satan is able to do anything with your life. Salvation is a gate, a gate. which blocks things. That thing that destroyed your cousin. Hey. That thing that destroyed your cousin. Salvation blocks it from coming to you. Amen. Some of us, if your father were to sit you down, he would tell you many regrets. Many things he wishes he had not done. Which are all influenced by demons. A man who works with railways. Railways. Can have three wives. Railways. Railways. And that is what began his life of alcoholism. Railways. Not the MD of Ecoban. Railways. Because without Christ, you are not different from an animal. It's true. Without Jesus, a woman is not different from an animal. Without Jesus, a man is not different from an animal. What makes our lives beautiful is our salvation. Psalm 149 verse 4. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. Tell me, but make sure you are one of the people of God. Make sure you are one of the people of God. He takes pleasure in his people. And he will beautify the meek. 
those who are humble those who care to listen he will beautify your life with salvation amen salvation plain being born again makes your life beautiful that is why the demons responsible for your destruction will not allow you to be free to be saved they will draw you back so Paul describes two animals the pig and the dog he says the pig is washed cleaned in our case by the blood but in the case of the pig with water cleaned and perfumed only for it to return to the mud salvation right now anybody sitting in this cathedral has been washed but it is not enough to be washed because you can go back like the pig mess Satan wants to make some of us into pigs. Pigs. You are receiving power not to be a pig. I receive it. Tell your neighbor, I don't think you want to be a pig. I don't think you want to be a pig. What? Peter, rather. I was quoting Paul. And then what the devil wants to do is to turn some of you also into dogs hey that is why when you pray when you pray you receive power to prevent yourself from becoming a dog amen he said the dog vomits something that its body doesn't like it vomits all of us here i have all the everybody here this handsome man all of us have vomited some things yes we vomited them out yes but there is a devil that wants you when you turn away from your vomit to hey. stop hey and then to go back to the vomit and eat the vo- the thing you vomited. Ah, ah, then you start eating. Ah, Jesus. Ah. 
See your face. Mm. This is Bible. It's not something I'm saying to frighten you. The Bible. The dog is turned. Turned. Some of you, the devil wants you to turn. No. Anything God does, the devil also does the same. He copies God's ways. This word turn is to repent. To turn around. When God wants you to repent, the devil also wants you to repent. To regret being born again. To regret coming to church. To be angry that you left that Lebanese boyfriend in town and you are in church speaking in tongues. He will let you stop and turn. Jesus. Now you are the one calling him. My dear friends, these are not my words. There are demons that want to turn you into a dog. There are demons that want to turn you into a pig. And some of us are actually pigs as we are sitting here. You are already a pig. Some of us have gone back for certain things we vomited two years ago. Speak. I'm speaking to a brother sitting here today. By the Spirit. Something you vomited. Some of you got born again. There's a brother here who gave his life to Christ a year ago. You threw away unbeliever music. Worldly music. As I'm talking to you now, on your phone is unbeliever music. You are a dog. Speak. You vomit and go back for your vomit. But there's power to transform you. There's power. Stand to your feet this morning. Yes. There's power. Color. And those of you about to be made dogs, those of you about to be turned into pigs, we are about to pray that Father, Father, give me power. Go back to James 5, 16, I believe. The Amplified. The earnest prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power. This morning we are going to resist. Yes. One of the uses of power is to resist. We are going to resist any attempt to turn us into dogs. Yes. You are nicely married today But you want to go back to your former girlfriend And add her to your wife No You are a dog Lift your hands Jesus Lift your hands I'm about to pray I am also about to pray You are not the only one The devil wants to turn into a pig He has plans for me too receive grace we are about to pray this other prayer just lift your hands and receive power to pray grace to pray grace Zechariah 12 10 grace is called the spirit of grace grace to pray father we lift up our hands for power to fight to fight to fight yes to fight yes the things that want us to go back and eat what we have vomited we receive power now lord grant us that grace in the name of jesus begin to pray now open your mouth and pray and ask the lord for grace for power 
power to resist. Power to be unmovable. Power to be unmovable. Mi 
Mata. Something happening here reminds me of not here as in but somebody's life, you know. Second Timothy 4, Paul describes this brother I was talking about who was with us. 10. Now he said, For Demas has forsaken me. Many times when you forsake church, you've forsaken your salvation. When you forsake the pastor, you've forsaken your salvation. I see. There are many things God establishes in your life as emblems of your salvation. Yes. When you part from one of them, it's a sign that you have parted. A lot of things are you see, like like a doctor, a doctor hardly can a doctor when, I mean a doctor can practice for 80 years and never see a patient's liver. Apart from the liver he saw either when he was in second year or he was doing pathology. You won't see a patient's pancreas. But there are signs on the skin, on the face. That show you that there is something happening to the liver inside, which you can't see. Many things about you cannot be seen, but we can we can use certain attitudes and certain moves and certain behaviors to tell that this person is now a renegade. Wow, believer. For Demas, all he needed to do was to forsake Paul, but it was representative. Of his removal from the salvation he had. And remember, he will beautify the meek with salvation. Hardly is there anything that will make your life beautiful. I don't know of anything at all. People are in jail, doctors in jail, accountants, they are more. I don't know if you can think of one Tell me I don't know of anything that can beautify your life Permanent Not even to be the president of a country In Brazil yesterday A former president checked into a hotel Is it a hotel or a, 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 a prison? Yeah. He's going to start 12 years in jail wow. When that man came to power If our people wrote books about him He, 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 he started something like a, like a movement a populist movement of uh, 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 what do you call it um, grassroots you know like this type of TUC type of thing I mean it had never happened b- before in Brazil till Lula da Silva came up he led the workforce the workers demonstrating workers 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 before we knew it the man was a president he became a model of leadership today he's in jail yes. Don't count on your business. Your business can destroy you. Don't count on your beauty. Your beauty can destroy you. Don't count on your money. Your money can mess you up. But I'm happy to announce there is something called salvation. And that is the point 
where demons want to battle with you. Because if they can get you out of church, you will be like your uncle. If they can get you out of church, you will end up the way your mother ended up. But how many of you are aware that there is power? There's power. I said there is power. There's power. I said there is power. There's power. For 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 Demas, it was his love for the world. Not everybody leaves church or leaves Christ because of love for the world. Demas represents just one facet of infidelity. Some leave because of offenses. Some leave because of prosperity. They are too rich that they don't see how they can mix with low grade people like us. And I've seen all of it. Some leave because of poverty. They can't handle it. They were in God because of money. Demas' wife. So it's not just love for the world. If you are not properly positioned, you will depart. And we are going to pray. I know my own. I can't tell you what is yours. Some of you, I know what is worrying you. Even as I'm leading the prayer now, God is speaking to me about some of you. But we are going to pray. Father, Father anything, anything, whether it's money, whether it's money, poverty. That's why Paul says in Romans 8, 36, principalities, angels, heights, depth, but whatever, nothing, things present, things to come, nothing, 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 make me very rich, I'll be in God, remove everything, I'll be in God, lift me very high, I'll be in God, take me to the prison like Joseph, I'll still be with God, that's the type of believer we are looking for, clap your hands for Jesus, and you are going... Keep clapping your hands because as you clap your hands, you are praying right now. Pray. Open your mouth and pray. Father, I battle, I bind, I destroy anything, anything, anything. Clap your hands and pray. Every demonic agenda, my God, it should be possible for God to make you very rich. Why not? Abraham was a millionaire, Isaac was a millionaire. Why can't he make you rich? But he knows if he gives you money, he will come to church. Whatever wants to destroy me, la patata papa 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 Sabia, 
ourselves and I'm giving you just two options select any two people in your life to pray for them for their salvation you can pray for your husband you can pray for your uncle you can pray for that soul because sometimes when you pray for someone the person becomes established Luke 22 31 Simon Simon Satan has desired to have you that's the, see, that's what I'm talking about right now God has you God has me he has me he has you I know you God has you he has your mind he has your heart he has your talent he has your abilities he has you but Satan also wants to have you Jesus when Satan has you with certain things, with your wife, with your business, with your children, with a peace of mind, you are in the bowl with your nice life, then he throws you up in the air. By the time you come down, there's no child. Your son is on drugs. By the time you come down, your husband is staying with another woman. (laughs) By the time he comes down, your wife is in a mental hospital. By the time he comes down, by the time you come down into the bowl, you are not with your business anymore. But but, but, but he said in verse 32, he said, but I have prayed for you, my God. When you pray for someone, you block the, the sifting power of the enemy. I prayed for you. I've counseled you counseling counseling your son is on on drugs your son is smoking indian hemp your husband is chasing another woman and you are counseling him you sent your husband to a pastor to counsel him demons don't understand counseling counseling is for those who are in their right mind when satan controls a person he is not in his right mind you may need to learn how viruses take up organisms they change the nature of the organism. Counseling. You call your pastor to, to sit with your husband to counsel him. You are not intelligent. 
When you see demonic activity, you don't counsel. Jesus never counseled any demon. Kalamosa. Your son has got rolls of Indian hemp in his room. And you have called him Adon to advise him. You are not intelligent. You don't understand how things happen. My mother wrote me a letter in red ink, red pen. I was 13 years old, a chain smoker. 13. Heavily drinking. She wrote a letter to me in red ink from London. As I was reading the letter, I was smoking. You don't counsel a demon-possessed person. You pray. I said you pray. This morning, your prayer will, will make power available for someone, for your, for your husband, for your son. For, and we are about to pray our final prayer. Father, I pray for James. Yes. Father, I pray for Cecilia. Yes. Father, I pray for Peter. Father, yes. I pray for John. Yes. I pray for my cousin. I pray for Nanaya, my soul. Yes. In the name of Jesus, I declare that today as I mention his name and pray for him, Father, intervene. Make power available. Make power available. Make power available. One, two, three. Begin to clap your hands and pray. It's called intercession. Intercession. Sadimo Alaba. But I pray for you. But I pray for you. But I pray for you. Sami Ados. Sadi Ibalobe. I pray. Mention her name. Mention his name. Mention her name. Mention his name. Mention her name. Mention his name. Pray. Ya pa 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 ya pa pa pa. Sani mandolo bose. Rakala pa 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 pa. Sama la pa pa ya pa la pa pa.
Keep clapping, keep clapping. Powerful ministration by our sister. Hallelujah. Live for Jesus. That's what matters. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, live for Jesus. There's no better life than living for Jesus. Amen. Please put your hands together and let's welcome the choir to bless us with a song. Hallelujah. says that if you have faith as a seed a grain of a mustard seed you can speak to a mountain and that it should move hallelujah this morning the choir is singing a song titled speak there is power god has given you power says when if you have faith believe in speak to that mountain hallelujah speak to that mountain proverbs 18 20 21 i believe it says that there is life and death are in the tank i want to encourage somebody here that instead of running away from your problem 100 members if you believe it together you want to join us to declare words that we believe and that's going to happen into our lives hallelujah this morning What I decree 
together for Jesus. Wow. Tell your neighbor, it's time for testimonies. God is doing amazing, wonderful things in this Bread of Life Cathedral. And I'm so excited. And if you are excited, put your hands together and let's welcome our sister Amashika to share a powerful testimony. Put your hands together. Put your hands together for her. Wow. Oh, I cannot feel the excitement. Put your hands together. Amen. Wow. Amma, tell us what God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm here to testify about the goodness of God. Wow. What is your testimony? Um, some months ago, I went to work in the morning and then when I closed... My boss told me she has something to tell me, but the following day. So the next day I went to her and I said, Mommy, please, what did you want to tell me? And she said, Hey, when is your rent due? And I said, Hmm, in May, I don't know what we will do. And she said, Okay. She, where I, I work in a school, 
and she was going to open another branch somewhere around Oyarifa. Wow. In an estate. Then she said, so I'm telling you. Then she said, okay. I also have a four-bedroom house there. <laughs> and I'm, I want you to go and live there. So I said, eh? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, eh? eh? You know, there are some blessings oh. and testimonies. When you hear, it's like you have not heard. That is what the Bible says. That your ear will tingle. It's like you are wondering, have you heard or you have not heard? It's about to happen to you. Get ready, get ready. Tell your neighbor, get ready. Wow. So what happened? Then she said, so you'll be going there. I said, okay. That was in February. P.O.P. had fallen to the ground. Jeez. And people are moving out of the house. Hey, are you saying to me? She didn't say anything. I said, hey, God. Oh, I was dreaming that day. I was surprised. Because she never said anything about the house again. Then one day she said, don't worry. Very soon you'll move there. I said, okay. So, um, on 28th March, yes, she called me and said, now that the pressure is down, I, when will you guys move in? And I said, oh my God. Today, we want to move in today. Ah, it's a when are you moving in? The Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promises. Has he not said it? And will he not do it? He promised. And, and what happened? She said you should move in. And, and what, what's happening right now? Wednesday, we went to see the house. You went to see the house. It's a beautiful place. Oh my God! Four bedrooms. A four bedroom house in an estate. In an estate. Yes. For you. Yes. Oh come on, and you are sitting there, and you are not giving the Lord a shout. Come on, put your hands together. looking for a place but um we're just looking for a chamber and hall you were looking for a chamber and hall yes that's what i could afford my husband and i so we said let's just look for a small place we just have one baby then from there we can move on but god just blew my mind and she said you can have the house i mean you can have two rooms but the house is for you there's a there's everything in the house there's a car park there's a car park your car is coming are you sitting there oh my god my god she wanted a chamber and hall. Didn't the word of God say, I will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can think or imagine? Is somebody receiving it? Your testimony is coming. You will look for a house. God will give you for a bedroom house. You will want a bicycle. God will give you a car. You will want a job. God will give you multiple jobs. Receive it. Wow. Told me, he told me some weeks ago that there was going to be, I mean, lots of testimonies, mind blowing. Bishop told yes, you. Yes, he told me. But ap- apparently, notice so. She, this lady alone, she has been here three times yeah. because the man of God told her that this year will be multiple testimony. You are also receiving it. She's standing on the third account. Many more to come. I see you also standing here sharing your testimony of the goodness of the Lord. Receive it. Wow. So, I'll take you there. Hey, yes. I, I, I just remembered that song, but I won't sing it. <laughs> How many of you know that song? Uh, okay, we'll come on. I'll take you there. We will be there. 
Are you going to be there? Come on, groove it, boys. We will be there. Yeah. Give the Lord a shout. Can you sing it for me? Oh. I'll take you there. Yeah. I'll take Give you there. Give the Lord a shout. I see you on Sunday. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Give the Lord a shout. Wow. It's another beautiful testimony. I see you God. I see God also taking you there. Whatever you desire, I see him taking you there. Receive that blessing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to put your hands together and let's welcome our brother John Jacob. Message to share a powerful testimony. Oh, 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 oh. I see you going there. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Um, what has God done for you? 31st night, I had a dream that somebody shot me a gun. Hey. In the dream, I saw that they came and opened the door and see whether I am, a dead, I am dead or alive. So they came to open the door. I saw them. After that, they told their colleagues that I am dead and they left. Daybreak, a guy called me and asked me, that, How is my health? I said, What do you mean by asking me this type of question? <laughs> you also ask them, What do you mean? But how can you just call me in the morning and ask me, How is your health? You too, I see you questioning some unnecessary questions. You ask, What do you mean? Before that, we came here and Bishop asked us to buy hanky. So I bought the hanky. He prayed for us. I went to my shop to go and work. So I saw a cockroach. I put the hanky on the cockroach. Before I left the hanky, the cockroach vanished. Say yes! Yeah. Yeah. Say yes! Yeah. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. The cockroach vanished. Vanish. After you put the hanky, it vanished. Vanish. Yes. Then what happened? And then, because of that, I'm afraid to where I am living. So I ran to Accra. <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand the testimony. He went to his shop. He put the handkerchief on the cockroach. The cockroach vanished. He said because of that, he was scared. So he had to run away from his shop and run away to go to Accra. So, so when he went to Accra, what happened? Before that, we were doing fasting. One day I went to the church. I was praying. Nobody was there. I said, okay, let me sleep small. I woke up. My leg had swallowed. Grow big. Then I used, sw- swollen. That, yeah. Then I used the hanky to tie it, and I was praying within three hours. It, it just got me. Are you sitting there? Are you sitting down? Hold on, hold on. First, the hang- the, the handkerchief on the cockroach. Cockroach vanished. Yeah. You put the handkerchief on your swollen leg. Within three no, hours, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Then what happened? Then daybreak, I went to church again. Hey. I was praying. Then before I realized, some water just came from the top of the roofing and then landed on my, my hand. A what? A water. Water? Yeah. And landed on your hand? My hand. Then what happened? And then I went and slept. They break. They gave me stroke instantly. <laughs> then I was using the hanky pressing myself. Within three days, the stroke is gone. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. See, when the Bible talks about oppression, it is real. When the Bible talks about demonic attacks, it is real. That is why Jesus set us free from all the oppression of the enemy. 
they came to his shop in the form of a cockroach the handkerchief delivered him he ran away hoping that they would leave him alone they followed him there they gave him a swollen leg the power of god in the handkerchief prayed over by anointed man brought deliverance then they said no if your leg has been healed then your whole body will go down then they gave him stroke within three days as you apply the handkerchief on your body the stroke vanished yes and what happened again? Yeah, my neck started paining me. Your neck? So, yeah, they, so gave, they, they were giving me madness. I said, no, I, madness. Can't, I, said, I can't go mad. Hey. So I used the handkerchief to push there. Then within three hours, it's gone. Hey. Yeah. So, Jesus. So the madness says, Just go, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Then what happened? Then I was there at four o'clock. I went out. Before I arrived, the same bus, they were two. The best fly to come and knock me down. I think in the name of Jesus. Then they, they just vanish. These birds tried me for five days. They couldn't do me anything. Wow. I thought that is all. I went to Ibi. Before I realized, I saw the bird flying in the waves. Coming to me at the shop there. Then I mentioned the name of Jesus. Then the, the bird just vanished. Tell your neighbor there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. And from that time, up until now, what has happened? Then Bishop Ogo came to Accra. I followed him there. He was saying that there is a guy here. Demons are watching in the mirror. I know it was me. And then he said, there is a, someone here. You, you are sick of low sperm count. I know it was me. They give you all kinds of sickness in this world. Hey. Yeah. So last, last week I came here and then we were sharing communion. The moment I took the communion, then I realized that I feel some release. No, okay. <laughs> he said when he took the communion he felt a release the power of God brought a release whatever has held you bound over the years by the grace of God as you take the communion today as you encounter the man of God I see a release receive your release receive your miracle receive your deliverance whatever is oppressing you ends today in this tabernacle in the name of Jesus receive it wow so since I was born the demons they were checking me so they used human beings to destroy my future but they couldn't they used uh, ladies that's why it's, it's not good to fornicate they used accidents they couldn't but now they, they say no this one they will come physical so that will attack you wow yeah and by the grace of God I'm okay you are okay. I'm okay. Because you encountered the handkerchief. Yeah. The anointing in the handkerchief. Yeah. You encountered the power of the communion. Yeah. And today you are okay. If I kill snake in my room. Snake in your yeah. room. Because they wanted to attack your life. But because you are under this roof. Yeah. And under the ministry of the anointed man. And there is a covering over your yeah. life. Today you are standing here. No stroke. No madness. Because the power of God is in this place to heal and to save and to deliver receive your miracle may you have an encounter with the word today as you sit here may you not live the same receive your blessing put your hands together for jesus and give the lord ah come on stand to your feet put your hands together for jesus put your, put your hands together for jesus put your hands together for jesus Put your hands together for Jesus for such powerful and amazing testimony. Clap for Jesus.
Hallelujah. Please, you may take your seats. Beautiful time. Hallelujah. Now, we want to welcome our sister, Grace, to bless us with a song. Please put your hands together and welcome her. Now, if that hand clap is for me, I want you to give a resounding hand clap to Jesus this morning and shout, He is able. One more time, He is able. We serve a mighty God who is more than able. Hallelujah. This morning, he will come through for you. Amen. Thank you. 
I cannot feel your excitement. I cannot feel your excitement. Yeah. Give the Lord a shot. three people for coming to church well done father we thank you for a great experience this morning in Jesus name amen you may be seated I have I have a few minutes to spend with you this morning but God wants me to use it to change your life. To change your life. You know, salvation to be, in fact, the, the, the term born again actually sums it all up. Salvation is supposed to lead to a change of life that is so drastic that your past is unrecognizable. So we can say that you are born again. That is, how you were is so unrecognizable in your current situation that you are a new person. I mean, who is this? Is this Anita? Is this Fred? When Jesus went to Nazareth with prophetic power, miracle power, healing graces, he could not be recognized. That was his town. That's where he grew up. He was a carpenter in the town. Think of any carpenter you know who disappears for one year. And comes back to the OEB area and is now a man of God raising the dead, healing the sick. I mean, why? What are you talking about? That is what God wants to make out of your life. He wants you to be unrecognizable. That is why He saves you. That is why you become born again. Amen. And um, this morning, the Lord spoke to me that many of you don't know something. And my responsibility, so I'm here this morning to carry out my responsibility. My responsibility is to let you become aware of something that you need to know about. For a change of story, you need to know about the existence of something. 
which if you don't know about, your life becomes very, very different. And low and strange. When people see you, they must know that a child of God has appeared. And this cannot happen if you don't know something. That is why this morning I want to tell you this. That what you need to know to change your life is the call of God. There is something called the call. The call. The call of God. If you don't know it, it means you are lacking and missing major ingredients of your life. The call. Whenever a new government is sworn in, a new president is sworn in, Two, three weeks after he is sworn in, people line up in his house, lobbying to be called. Yes. I personally know people who sell their houses. And make certain payments in the party. To be recognizable for a call to be a DC. Lobbying for a call to be a minister of rain and sun. kill literally kill to eliminate possible opponents so that they can stand the chance of being called to become the deputy minister for mountains and valleys But ladies and gentlemen, there is a call. That is not a call to the ministry of oil and sea. But it is a call to serve God. If you don't know about this, and you are a Christian, it means you lack a lot of things. Yes. You know, there are certain things you are not allowed not to know. 
That's why in every exam there's a pass mark. 40%, 50%, 35%. I mean, quarter, 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 dear. You don't, I mean, you are not allowed to know less than 30%. You are not allowed. You are not allowed. So when, when you see someone who doesn't know something, you are shocked. So, so Jesus, the John 3 that he read, a man, this conversation came because a man came to Jesus. This man was a teacher of the law, a ruler of the Jews, a great man called Nicodemus. But Jesus was surprised that he didn't know something. So he said, are you a teacher of the, of, the, of the law and you don't know this? You've been in church for five years and you don't know this? You claim to have been born again in the 80s and you don't know this? Are you a ruler of the Jews? You are hurting yourself if you don't know this. That's why I'm carrying out my responsibility to tell you this. That there is something called the call. The call as in someone sitting there in the... You see, when we are born again and we come to church like now, a sea of human beings is beautiful. We are in church. It's a good thing. That's why I told your friend to congratulate you. You've done well. But there is something nicer and more powerful than just coming to church. Which many people know and are enjoying. So I am surprised that you also don't know this. Always. God upgrades our lives. God's intention, he says, John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, destroy. But I have also come. Now, what has he come to do? Another way to paraphrase that, what he has come to do, he said, say, I have also come. To paraphrase it means, I've also come to upgrade you. Satan comes to downgrade you. But I've come to upgrade you. I've come to give you life. And life more abundant. Were you dead? You are not dead. But I said, I've come to give you life that upgrades you. So all of God's work in our lives is to upgrade us. So even Moses was surprised when there were certain leaders in the church who did not know that being called by God is an upgrade. Numbers 16 verse 9. He said, Seemeth it but a small thing to you. He said, Does it look small to you that the Lord God of Israel has 
See, I'm talking about the call. You see, when I call, uh, is there somebody whose name? Okay. Um, there is a brother here, Davis Amponsa. Davis, are you Amponsa? You are Davis. Not David. No, I'm talking for Davis. You are Davis. Come. What have I done? Where was he? Go back to where you were sitting. Davis Amponsa. Yes. <laughs> this is assembly. Now, sir, sir, with all due respect, with all due respect, please go back and sit down. I want to tell them something about you. I'm preaching from this book. Many are called. Many. And today I'm sharing with you just a few points on what it means to be called. See, I want you to know, as we are here dancing and praying and praising, There is something also. You see, that brother Davis is a blessed person. He is with us here. We are all happy. We are all saved. We are all beautiful people. But then, Psalm 65 and verse 4. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. So, as we are all here, that is why people sell their house. We are all Ghanaians. But, you see, there is something higher than just being a Ghanaian, enjoying Ghana things. Yes, we are all Ghanaians. But when the president calls you, you enjoy something bigger than being a Ghanaian. We are all Christians. We are enjoying our father's house. Are you enjoying the atmosphere? Beautiful time. But then, there is something. See, to be called means to be summoned distinctly. That as we are all here, then God summons you distinctly, uniquely. He's, you see, to be summoned is to be called. That's why they serve summons. That the judge is calling you. (laughs) That goat you killed. The court is calling you. We have come to summon you. Makatola Basata. Distinctly. Davis and Ponsa. Come. By this, he has, by coming here, he has now experienced an upgrade of the blessing we are all enjoying already. His own is higher, more powerful, and nicer. I was sitting here. I can show you pictures. There are videos. 
I was a church member just like you sitting down writing notes. Then 24 years ago, my pastor, see because later on, one day I will show you how God calls people. Some people are called through lightnings and thunderings and sounds and blindness like Paul. I mean, he was there, suddenly he became blind. A bright light shone. There was a sound like some Hollywood movie. Saul was down. That was his call. Dramatic. This is called drama. It's like a movie, Terminator 4. How are people called? People are called that way. Then some are also called cool. Still small. Some are called by Moses. Don't be too interested in this type of Hollywood drama. Like Please give me some sounds on the on the on the on the on the Yeah. Yeah. I'm showing you how Paul Paul was called. Give me some sounds, baby. Yeah, sound, some Hollywood, some bang it, bang the keyboard. Yeah. Saw, saw. That's a Nigerian movie. Clap your hands. Beautiful. That's how some people are called. Visions and dreams and razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. But most callings are not like that. Most callings in fact, one of the ways God calls people is to use the person, the man, a man to call you. Like Aaron was not called like Paul. Aaron didn't even see God. Aaron didn't hear God. Aaron was called by Moses. God told Moses, Call your brother. That's all. Can you imagine that the man that in the Bible, when we are looking for the standard of the priesthood, the standard, the man who is the standard we, I mean, priests measure themselves by, it's not Paul, it's Aaron. The man that God did not call, but the man that God told someone to call, is the one rather who is the standard we call the priesthood of Aaron. Everybody measures himself by Aaron. So, it's not enough to be a nice church member. You must experience the call. So, when I say Davis and Ponsa, one of the ways God calls people is to just call your name out. And he says, my son, 
I've got something for you to do that is bigger than sitting in church with a pen and paper. Are you a journalist? My son, I want you to oversee the arranging of chairs in the church. Suddenly, you rise above ordinary membership sitting down in the church and suddenly you are in charge of the arrangement of chairs. It's an upgrade. Actually, Bishop says, to be called by God means to be identified, called out by name and selected by God. He said the Hebrew word for call is kara. Which means to call out. To properly address somebody by name. And I'm saying now, whether it is God doing it, or your pastor doing it, or your shepherd doing it, you have been called. Like my son is called. My son. But he, he has not had a vision. He's a pastor today. He has not had the dream. His pastor, Pastor Joshua, he was males, called him. He said, from now on, you don't play keyboard in the church. Go to Pentagon City and be a pastor over the members in our church who are there. He has not seen God. He, when he comes to tell me he has seen God, honestly, I'll be very upset. <laughs> because, I mean, your father must see God first. <laughs> Isn't it proper? The day he comes to tell me God appeared in his room, that day, I was sacking from the house. It means he's the one blocking the angels from coming to my house, my room. Yeah. The angels who were coming to me because we, we bear the same name. So God sent him to the house and said, Go and minister to Edwin Morgan Ogo. Not knowing that there's a boy downstairs that the angels thought he was. No, the, the main man is upstairs. Ah! I will remove him from the house. <laughs> Most people who are serving God who are arranging chairs, who are singing in the choir, who are playing instruments, have not heard God's voice. All they have heard is a man saying, sing. Now, that becomes your call. Your call. May you experience your own call. I've experienced mine. Lily has experiences. Uncle Francis has experiences. He's one of Ghana's top engineers. But he has experiences. Because it, watch it, look at it. It says, to be called also means to cry unto someone or to make him famous. Kara. To make someone famous. Yes. So, because when this man is sitting there, can you kindly, with all due respect, you are a man of God, so please go back and sit down. Yes. Who knows him? 
who knows him. He, he, I, I, I can't even find him. He's lost. Kalamosa Sabe Kabadikara. The man is missing. You see, he's he's forcing to be seen. I have told him to sit down, but he's trying to stand up. No, he's forcing. Why? Because his place in life is not to be unnoticeable. It's not God's will for his life to be mixed up with the crowd. Jesus said, you are the lights. You are a city set on a hill which cannot be hid. You cannot be hidden. But everybody here is hidden. I can't find Abna from Amma. All those who came to share testimonies. I, I can't find them. But it is God's intention to make you famous. Yes. To be known. Yes. So he moves you. Today I want to make somebody famous. Davis Amponsa. As soon as he gets up and comes here, his shebre has changed. His destiny has changed. From an insignificant, mundane, ordinary person to an extraordinary, the man wants to be known. Look at how he has raised his hand. My sister, my sister, where you are sitting there, it's not good. God brought you here and gave you a seat. But you cannot keep sitting here. It's like somebody who was sent to Morning Glory International School. Please give me the name of any popular school around. The Youngsters International School. What? Delight Academy. Sunbeam Montessori. You are taken to Sunbeam Academy Montessori uh, International School. You are taken to class one. Everybody enters at class one level or kindergarten level or crash level, depending on how busy your parents are. Kindergarten or crash. <laughs> Some people want they were born as they are breastfeeding two weeks. You are, you are going to school with the with the breast milk. <laughs> it's called pre-crash. Ubeko school. <laughs> you mistakenly came to a mother who is busy. <laughs> you learn. You you have to learn something. <laughs> you have to learn something. I'm saying that everybody goes to school and enters at a level. Let's all say let's let's say it's class one. Everybody starts from class one. But you are not allowed to remain at class one level. You advance. The chair you are sitting on is a class one chair. The class one chair. So God calls to bless you 
to increase you. One of the one of the one of the blessings of being called, like as he's there, for instance, by calling him here, that call means an escape. An escape. As I stand here, you are looking clearly at an escapee. I've escaped. At my age, every man in my family had a certain type of life. (laughs) Every man, every man in my family had a certain type of life at this age. So if I had been sitting down, that general destination would have been my destination. But God called me from my chair to escape certain patterns. 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 So when he calls you, Mamiya, come, God is not just, there is nothing God needs from Davis. There is nothing God needs from me. I am not too important to God. When God calls you, he calls you for your own good. And one of them is to escape. There are families that no woman in it has had a wedding. I'm saying a wedding, white wedding. No woman. They are all there. Having children. Intercontinental. Mixed race. You see children, boys and girls walking around in the yard. Two children with three fathers. A brother told me, said, there's a woman the next door in the area. She has seven children with seven fathers. Sorry. Come. Sorry. I visited somebody yesterday and he says the mother, his mother has nine children and everyone has a different father. So nine children with nine fathers. That's, that's, he has broken the record now. One to one mapping. So every birthday a different man comes with Gary and milk and sugar. What an indignity. But when God calls you, Mamiya, come out. He's not calling you to be anything that he needs. He is calling you so that one day you will also not have eight children with eight fathers. Four children with four fathers. May you have three children who have got one father. Zadima Alakatababada. I prophesy that you will not end up the way your cousins ended up. You will not end up the way your big sister ended up. You will not end up the way your big brother ended up. One of the reasons is to summon you. Come out! Gadlika tos amande kreba. I want want to tell you something which is not nice as I end the message. Sitting in church is not enough. 
Look. When you read the Bible and you read the story of the Israelites in Egypt and God bringing them out of Egypt and how, I mean, Pharaoh came in, you get a picture of how stubborn the devil is. One of the, I mean, later on, when Pharaoh had been beaten with plagues, he said, they can go. They can go. But they shouldn't go too far. Yeah. So sometimes you've escaped. You've left Egypt. But you are around Egypt. Yes. When you are a church member and you don't respond to the call of God, you've not gone too far. Sitting in church means you have not gone too far. Many of you sitting here are reachable by the ancestral demons, the family curses, the things that want to do. You have not properly escaped. Believe me. Sitting in church does not constitute the type of escape God wants for you. You've not gone too far. Tell your neighbor, you've not escaped completely. So God calls you distinctly. That is why, thank you, Uncle Davis. That is why, you see, the word distinctly, most of the time, Jesus would call people by their names. Zacchaeus, come down. God will call Jeremiah. Jesus will call Simon. Simon. That is why no one in his right mind should look to the left or to the right to see who is also responding to the call with you. Because a call is normally distinct. You don't have to check whether somebody is coming along. Because when your name is Zacchaeus and Zacchaeus is mentioned, Noah doesn't come with you. I had friends. I've always had friends, circles of friends. But each time God singles me out, he calls me alone. He calls me alone. Even as a Christian, I had Christian friends who were students, praying in tongues. We were studying, writing exams, passing, but a time came all of us together. We used our money to register to write um, USMLE United States Medical Licensing Examination We all, friends, Christians Because it's not a sin to write USMLE MLE. We wrote, we passed But as they were going Please come, four of you No, uh, the lady should stay The man, yes, come You've all passed Clap your hands for them, they've passed their exams Then that's America. America is the woman sitting in green. The one in green. America. So, hooray. Go to America. Go. Go. So. Called out. Called out. May you allow God to separate you from your friends. May you allow God to separate you from your family members. 
may you allow God to call you out don't always want to be with your friends it's a curse we are not saying that these ones who have gone to green dollar America are sinful it's God's will for their lives but this man that's why we all, one of these days I'm going to start this, a series The Art of Hearing How to Hear the Voice of God But surely One of the ways to know how to hear Is to hear me well when I'm preaching Because I am a messenger Sent By God to you Distinctly There were four Suddenly there are three I'm going to America I'm going to stay in the house, a mansion. A mansion. By tomorrow, I'll be sleeping in a mansion in Chicago. Yes. Not, not, not uh, this type of uh, condos and uh, townhouses. Mansion. The owner of the mansion is a pastor. It's a doctor in the will of God. God is blessing me. But he did not intend for me to also live there in a mansion. His plan for my life was to single me out and say, you, as they are all going to America, you alone, stay in Oyarifa. I will bless you here. And as God, maybe you don't know whether he has blessed me or not. Allow God to single you. Don't look to your left. Whether your brother is also born again. Whether your brother is in the car. Or your best friend also wants to be a shepherd. Or your friend wants to be a, 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 a bacenter leader. When God calls you, he calls you distinctly. If your brother comes along, that's fine. There were brothers and siblings in the 12 disciples of Christ. Christ himself, his brother James was there. Once a while your sister joins you Once a while your brother joins you But if your sister does not join you It does not mean that you are not called Because one of the definitions of a call Is the distinct summoning Of a person When he called me Paul, Like Paul he said I did not consult anybody Kabayakata I didn't consult anybody. I, did, I didn't go to Jerusalem to consult anybody. When God called me, I didn't consult my I didn't go to my mother to consult with my mother. I said, God has called me. What are you talking about? And sometimes it is family members. Some of you consult family members and never end up obeying the call. Sometimes as you are in the church, family members are pulling you out. They tried it with Jesus. <laughs> he was preaching. And an usher came to tell him that your mother and your father and your brothers are outside. They say you should stop preaching and come out. Jesus said, what do you mean? What do you mean? You mean I should stop preaching right now because my mother is in the car outside. I should go. Then Jesus stretched his hand and said, Who is my mother? Who is my father? This. Behold, my mother 
Behold my brother Behold Jesus was not saying that his biological mother wasn't his mother But he had also established relationships in the church Which were powerful enough If you sit in the church loosely Your mother will take you out Not that she hates you Or she wants to destroy you No, no, no With good intentions Many things in life are destroyed with good intentions. That's why Jesus never married. Because he would have been stopped from going to the, uh, uh, I said castle. Uh, What's the name? Uh, to, the, to the cross with good intentions. Can you imagine Jesus' wife, Jessica? He said, you are going where even Peter, who was not married to Jesus, was fighting him. Said, you are going where? And so, and, and what about the ministry? Can you imagine Jessica asking Jesus? So, so what happens to Tom and Jerry? <laughs> now, as you are going, who will pay the fees of Tom and Jerry? And by the way, where we are staying, we have rented it. So who will pay the rent for me and Tom and Jerry? What has come over this man? Look at your beautiful children. I have given you two boys. Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Am I not enough for you? Am I disturbing you? Aren't I a good wife? What food have I not cooked for you? Why do you want to destroy yourself? Is that a style I have not done for you, Jesus? Daddy, why? And as Mama Jessica is talking, Tom and Jerry also come around. Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. And Jesus said, I gotta go, I gotta go, daddy don't go. The following day, Jesus came back and said, I've been thinking about what you were saying. And I realized that God has a plan for me. Because I believe that Tom, you are going to be a great priest. And I must stay around and bring you up. And then Jesse, um, sorry for hurting you yesterday. I, I didn't think through what I was going to do. Yes. I, I, I can't see me abandoning you. I don't even know which man can marry you. You are such a bad wife. I don't know which man can marry you. I want to stay and, and manage you. <laughs> so it's okay. Let's, let's be let, let, Tom, Tom, come. Let's hold our hands and pray. Let's hold our hands. Jerry, let's pray. Let's, let's, let's hold our hands. Father, I, I, I apologize for... <laughs> I apologize for the mistake I was trying to make, Lord. You've given me children I must be responsible for. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Jessica is saying what? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Father, thank you. 
Thank you. All these years I've suffered under this woman. But I'll stay. She's my cross. She's my cross. Instead of going, instead of going to a wooden cross, I'll go to a human cross. Lord, I'll stay. I will abide under this cross. Lord, this is my cross. I will stay. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. That you didn't pray for us. Oh, sorry. Lord, I pray for Tom. Watch over him. Deliver him from fighting in town. Lord, Jerry, he likes girls. Watch over him. Help Tom and help Jerry. Are you even called Jerry? Not so. Yes, Lord, help Jerry. That he would not like girls. He will love you and save you. Jerry, say amen. amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, and participation of the Holy Ghost be with us in Jesus' name. Let's hug ourselves. It's one family. It's a lovely family. Jesse, it's a lovely family. That is the end of your salvation. That is the end of your prosperity. The blood that was to be shed on the cross is being shed over a woman in the house. But may God release you from any bondage. My God, I feel like preaching now. My time is up. May God release you from any brother, any sister, any son, any daughter, any wife, any husband, any, anybody. May God release you and free you to be blessed. I'm talking about the call. And one of the abortors of the call are family members. Have you not realized that Jesus Christ said, anybody who wants to be my disciple and does not hate, look at the list, does not hate, mother, father, brother, sister, Children, give me that scripture, please. Father, if any man come to me, look at the list. Look at the list. There's not even one sexy dancer in it. There's no boyfriend. There's no weed smoker. I said, there's no sexy dancer. There's no former girlfriend. There's no former boyfriend. The people who can prevent you from being a disciple are what? Father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, and yourself. We would have expected to see we smokers, area boys, drunkards, fornicators, but no. Be very, very careful. I'm saying to see what I'm saying now is a prophetic word for someone. God is distinctly calling you out. Don't look to your brother, don't look to your sister. May you learn to obey. See, sometimes when you finish obeying God and you are blessed, then mother and father, hey, then they are proud. You've done well. You've made me proud. You've made me proud. Listen to me. Today, God wants someone to respond. He wants you to be a chorister. He wants you to be a basenta leader. Don't sit in church without doing anything. You have not escaped. Satan can get you. That's why 
when you enter the church, it is one level. Then nothing is God will call you. Come. Come. And by calling you, you have escaped family curses, backgrounds, weaknesses, because he's going to use you and let you shine. I pray today that there will be no one under the sound of my voice who will not yield himself. There's something more. Stand to your feet, everybody. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. And pray. Speak to God right now. Say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Those of you who are shepherds already, pastors already, say, Lord, use me more. Use me, use me more. Use me more. I want to do more. I want to do more. The more I do, the, the more I escape. Yes. Call me out distinctly. Somebody is still standing there. Who needs to come to the front here? Your place. Thank you. Receive strength not to be tired. Pastors, leaders, shepherds, singers, basenta leaders, basanta leaders, singers, instrumentalists, receive energy now. And I mean, you are receiving energy to flee from patterns in your family. When God calls you, he has uniquely summoned you to escape a pattern. You will not end up the way your family members ended up. You are receiving a unique identity. Receive energy. Lift your hands and thank God. For new energy. Yeah. New, 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 new. Listen, listen, listen. There are some members of Basentes here. God wants you to rise up from being just a member to be a helper of your Basenta leader. Everybody lift your two hands. God is giving you that energy. Amen. To be a helper. Yes. To be a helper. A helper. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. For a new energy. Impartation yes. of new zeal. Yes. New energy. New yes. desires. Yes. And by this, gifts are being shared. Oh, Next week, God willing, you will hear about gifts. Talents. When God calls you, it means he has given you a talent. Yes. Let your hand. Jesus. For anything you need. Coach for a change of life. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It changes. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. You may be seated. Wow. Close your eyes, please. I want to pray for someone here who is not born again. You are not born again.
you want to be you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior outside upstairs just lift your hand wherever you are I want to pray for you now you are not born again I want to pray for you right now to receive Christ yes lift your hand high it's your day you want to be born again you want to receive Jesus lift your hand high above your head I want to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ into your life I see your hand I see your hand I see your hand you will never forget this day stand to your feet if you raise your hand and take your Bible and come to me here come take your back your Bible and come to me here come to me here come to me here your two hands and say heavenly father I'm sorry for my sins I repent today and I start a new life a change has taken place I'll never be the same again thank you for my salvation I'm born again I'll never be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.